Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. Remember therefore from whence thou art fallen and repent and do the first works or else I will come unto thee quickly and I will remove thy candlestick out of his place except thou repent. May the Lord add blessing to the reading of his word. You may be seated. Now, this is the first church age. And in our introduction, we said the first church age is the standard, is the pattern of all other ages. Because God never changes and his ways never changes as he himself. Amen. Amen. So what he does first, he will keep doing until it's done for the last time. The Bible says Jesus Christ the same yesterday, forever. That is Hebrews 13.8. Ecclesiastes 3.14 says, I know that whatsoever God Doeth, shall remain forever. Nothing shall be added to so it. And nothing can be uh, taken away from it. And God does it that men should fear before him. It continued to, to, to say that which is now has already been and that which is to be has already been and God requires that which is past. Amen. So God does not alter, he does not improve, he does not modify on his work. Why? He is perfect. So when he does the first work, it is the best. It is perfect. So there is nothing like a more perfect or are very perfect. Whether that's wrong uh, English. If you say very perfect. There is nothing like very perfect. Perfect is perfect. There is no less perfect and there is more perfect. So what God does is perfect. But the devil is a perverter. So the devil being who he is, a perverter, he can get on to God's work and perverts it and spoils it. And when that happens, God requires it 
for its restoration. Then he said that which is to be has already been. And God requires that which is past. Not a new thing that which is past. Now apply that to the church. Jesus said in Matthew 16 from verse 13 he said upon this rope I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against he did build it. When did he do it? On the door of Pentecost. He built his church. That church is the standard. It's the pattern. It was a perfect church. You cannot better it. It's already better. You cannot alter it. You cannot reduce it. What it was is the perfect state. And God requires it back. Not a new church. Amen. So if you want to know whether that church is the church of God, you measure it to what it did first. We are glad that that church was recorded the book of, in the book of Acts. It's Acts we are recorded. Its nature was recorded. Its atmosphere was recorded. Its works were recorded. So we know what it looked like. Hallelujah. Therefore, if anything else calls itself the church, we measure with that one. If it is lacking, then it is substandard. And don't tell us this is super than the other one. It cannot be. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So by that, you can use that uh, that system to not be deceived to not be deceived by any religion because you'll get that religion and measure it to the book of Acts church if it doesn't look like it's wrong no matter the explanation because the scripture said God never changes and what he does remains forever oh blessed be the name of the Lord so get Catholic Church measure it to the book of Acts Church does it look like if Peter, Peter the preacher one of the preachers of that original church if he is the true the first pope as they say which is a lie Peter was not a pope he was a brother and they regarded him as brother Peter but brother Peter he raised the lame to walk. He opened blind eyes. He prayed for the deaf and dumb and they opened. He spoke in tongues. 
He could discern the thoughts of people. When Ananias came to him, he asked him, is this the much that you paid? That you sold your... And he said, yes. He said, you are not lying to me. You are lying to the Holy Spirit. He fell and died. How did he know that they are lying? He had the gift to see people's thoughts. Amen. And God used him mightily to the extent extent that people would come and lay in his shadow where he is going to pass. And when his shadow would strike them, they would get healed. If Pope is a successor of Peter. He should do the works of Peter. But the popes of Rome or the bishops of Rome no one has ever been used to do the supernatural to heal the sick. You cannot glean on them even a simple miracle like healing. Amen. Amen. So they are not. Get the Roman Catholic Church. How do they baptize? The first church never baptized like that. They never sprinkled to anyone. They never sprinkled a kid. It's a sign they are liars. They are not the first church. They came later to pervert what the original had. The original. They were holy. They lived holy. If you lived in sin among them, the Holy Spirit revealed it. If not just revealing it, but if they learned you're living wrong, you repented or they threw you out. Is that in the Catholic Church? Do they throw out people who are living in sin? If they refuse to repent? No. Is it in the Anglican Church? Is it among the Pentecostals? No. So they have no similarity with the original church. So the true church will teach what the original taught. Exactly. And they will have the manifestation of the original. They will look like the original. They will be baptized in Jesus' name. And in much water, they will receive the Holy Ghost. The way the original received it. They will have signs and wonders. Miracles, healing, raising the dead. Creepers to walk and see. Down to hear and Amen. And they will live a holy life. The church will be clean. Amen. It will. So, uh, the original we've said is the standard, is the pattern, is the example. So it is the Ephesian, the Ephesian church age is the original 
church. Now, that original church, it lived in the right, in the perfect condition until a certain time. Now, Kati. At a certain, uh, after a certain time, kakasera, it began going down. But how did it get down? Among all the churches, gona, the seven churches, musambu, it's the church that was never deceived. It was perfectly and perfectly in the word. But where they had a flaw was on losing the first love. That's the flaw they had. The only flaw was losing the first love. And we saw that this church, the word Ephesus, had a compound meaning. Aimed at and relax. So they, in the beginning, they were aiming at a higher calling in Christ Jesus. They had such a zeal. They were pursuing after to a reach a certain degree in the spirit but somewhere they relaxed on that pathway and then God said remember where thou art fallen and repent he made a complaint now on Wednesday, we looked at part of this uh, 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 of uh, part of this complaint. How it happens? So we saw the quote here that we start out with a truly born again believers. And then the next generation it, re, uh, it relaxes. And then the third oh, let me just read it. Uh, it says Wagamba. Uh, to understand this, you must realize the Spirit is not speaking to the original sense of, of Ephesus alone. To the church of Ephesus alone. Uh-huh. This message is to the entire age which lasted about 120 years. This is what it means. Not only the church of Ephesus. But. All the churches of that age. Can you tell me one of them? Can you tell me one of them? Huh? Can you tell me? Murira yemukuzo. Huh? Can you tell me? Can you tell me? 
Ephesus. Ephesus is one of them. Can you tell me? Can you tell me? Hi. Can you tell us? Yes. Thank you. Can you tell me? Any other person? Why do you take long to perceive the word? We've said the Holy Spirit was not speaking only to the church of Ephesus but to all the age uh, the churches that were in that age that spent like 120 years and we asked tell us one of the church those churches that you know that one everyone ought to give an answer can you tell us can you tell us? Can you tell us? What did What classes do I have tonight? Birunji, can you tell us? Birunji, Church at Antioch. Yes. Because at Antioch there was a church. Antioch here, can you can anyone else tell us? Thessalonica, thank you. Can any other person tell us? Omulala. Huh? Corinthian? Galatian. Thank Galatia. you. Can someone else cut your views of your now the exams have been rigged. Kakati, that's yeah. what it is. Chichini. All the churches that we see the Bible that Paul wrote to Paulo and even others that are not recorded. But they existed around that same time. They are all called Ephesian church age. Amina. They are all called Ephesian. Not only the church at Ephesus. Which book do we find the church of Ephesus? Uh huh, Malina. <coughs> Which book? Chitabochi. Mo Bible muli mai chitabochi baeta. Echo In the Bible is there any book that they call the Book of Ephesians? Hmm. Chidiri de chiriwa. The book is next to which one? Chidiri de Galatians. Galatia. Yes, it is there. We, where else? Where walala? Where else do we find uh, the church of Ephesus? Sister, Pastor Timothy, thank you. 
Timoseo brilliant student student omulungi church first timothy timoseo ekisoka where else where walala act 19 yes ebikolwa yes that's true that's true that is ephesus where else where walala Book of Revelation. Yes, but that is a bit general. That's so many churches. Never to epistles of Paul, where he wrote there's somewhere he writes directly but there are also other places in those episodes where we find the church of Ephesus but they don't call it Ephesus it is still Ephesus that's why Timothy Timothy Bible student first Timothy you must be a real Bible student to know that Ephesian church is the Ephesian church because Timothy was a pastor of Ephesus Epheso he was writing to the church but Timothy he was writing to the pastor of that church first Timothy also second Timothy. Amen. So, but now this message is only not only to that church. That church was the icon of the entire church body. Which was composed of so many churches. Corinth, Galatia, whatever. Rome, 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 Jerusalem. Jerusalem. All of them, there were many. Garimanji. Amen. So. This is what he says about the church of that age. Because the church is not one local assembly. Amen. Amen. So many church assemblies. Together make the church. We are one body. Composed of so many assemblies. We are one church with a church in Fort Porto. We are one church with a church in Gulu. With a church in New York. The church in Australia. Church in Holland. One church. That's why we meet preachers from so far places. And we are preaching the same thing. And we are meeting for the first time. Because we are one church. Amen. Now that entire church. 
Yeah, this message is to the entire age which lasted about 120 years. Its message then is to all the generations in that span. Now, history keeps repeating itself. In the generations of Israel, we see revival in one generation. Only to see the fires fading in the next. In the third generation, embers may be glowing slightly, but in the fourth Fourth, there may be no vestige whatsoever of that original flame. Then God lights the fire again. Now that lighting fire again is another church age being born. Is another star being sent. Amen. And the same process is repeated. It is simply the manifestation of the truth that God has no grandchildren. Salvation is not passed on by natural birth anymore than is there any truth to apostolic succession. It isn't in the word. So that we, we don't believe in apostolic succession. It's not in the word. And uh, you just like you cannot succeed salvation from your parents. You have to be born again. The way they are born again. Yes. Uh, and it isn't in the word. You start out with the truly born again believers. And when the next generation comes along, they are no longer just plain, plain Christians. But they have taken a denominational name. And they are now Baptist, Methodist, Extra. That is exactly what they are. Too. They are not. Christian. You have to be born of the will of God, not the will of man, to be saved. But these folks are all coming together now by the will of man. I don't say that some of them aren't right with God, not for a minute. Do I say that? But the original fire has died down. They are not the same anymore. Now he said the way that fire dies is just exactly like Israel. The first generation of Israel, those original men would be men who are fully devoted, who are fully on fire. Then their children. 
They lose the fire. Then their children they completely become found and called. So that's what has been happening in the seven churches. God calls the first bunch. They come fresh uh, with a fresh call. And uh, individual calling. Before God with with individual conviction. Then the next generation they are just following father's religion. Mother's religion. Then the other generation that will come it has no even touch of the original parents' uh, Conviction. And they are so formal. Then God makes another move. Amen. Now there has been seven moves. All seven church ages. The first one was Ephesus. The the angel or the messenger was Paul. Then the next was Elenius. Then the other one was I think Martin. Then Columba. Then the fifth one is the one that is very uh, remarkable. It is the Sardian Church Age. The fifth church age. Which was led by Martin Luther. Amen. Martin Luther. Martin Luther. When he called the church out of Catholicism. When he got the revelation that the just shall live by faith. Amen. You see, you, you could not get salvation. Oh, let me say, you cannot get salvation in Catholicism. You cannot. What is Catholicism? What is Catholicism? We can, you know, we cannot teach about the church and we, we, don't, we don't talk about Catholicism. So what is Catholicism? Now, the original church began in Jerusalem. Began on the day of Pentecost. And then it's it spread. Galatia. Galatia. Philippi. In Asia Minor, Asia Minor, there were Pergamon, Pergamo. and many others, Sumuna, Sumuna, and many others. So many churches all over. Rome, Roma, 
Now, Kati. when it entered Rome, Roma, Rome was the super kingdom of the day. Roma it was even before Jesus was born. And it had colonized almost the whole world. The civilized world of that time was under the colonization of Rome. And we see even the time of Jesus when he was born there are people like Herodias those were Romans Caesars the Romans and the Jews they are asking they are asking Jesus is, is it time now for us to be delivered from the powers of Rome because it was the super kingdom and they were under the oppression now when salvation when Christianity entered the super kingdom of the time and it was persecuted. The original believers in Rome were burnt alive. They were fed to lions. They were sown asunder. Just because they are professing Christ. But later on, the very people who persecuted them, they became Christians. But not now genuine Christians. Because however much they persecuted them, Christianity flourished. And for you to be politically strong, you had to recognize it. Because it had taken a lot of influence. So at the time of Constantine, then uh, he had to to recognize Constantine in the history of the church is taken as a converted a converti to, to Christianity but the reality is it was a political conversion not genuine conversion for political reasons. But when it comes now into it, it was already a divided church. Amen? It was divided. The original church of Rome had another one that had come out and they were also flourishing 
and so many bishops on that side and so many bishops on this side why did they divide the original had compromised because initially it was founded by the Jews Paul Andronicus and who? Andronicus Nani. Huh? Junius. Junius. They are the one who invited Paul. Those were Jews. And now it started among kindred Jews. And then later on, the Romans. But time had come when the Jews had been expelled home. Living Romans alone. These Romans, they began compromising. They wanted to make it famous. And to take away the reproach from it. And the persecution. So they hybrid it with the pagan ceremonies and the pagan religion. They brought in idols whereas before in the pagan religion they worshipped Idols of birds and animals. Now it's an idol of Mary. Kakati, Chibumbe cha Mariamu. Idol of Joseph. Chibumbe cha Yusuf. Idol of Jesus. Chibumbe cha Yesu. Whereas they worship different things, they worshipped differently. Now they wrap them. With Christianity. You know, Christian, I, I mean, Christian titles. Amen. Whereas they used to worship calling upon the names of the dead ancestors. Now they worship calling the names of saints. It has no similarity with the Original apostles with the Bible, with the original believers. Peter, Paul, Mary, never worshipped calling any other name apart from the name of Jesus. Because Jesus has said, Whatever you shall ask the Father in my name, that I will do it. And the Holy Spirit instructed them that there is only one mediator. Only one mediator between God and man. That is the man Jesus Christ. So the origin never prayed into Saint Jude and Saint Joseph but these ones, no. to see that they make a hybrid religion that will look 
popular that will look acceptable that will be unpersecutable it has to look like the other so that they will say no this is the same thing but you know this is different here and there but it's the, almost the same thing to avoid persecution you see when you started twisting words like the words like Paul said when you go to a room you behave like a Roman you know the more you separate from the world Persecution. The more you attract persecution, attracting reproach. The more you attract reproach. The Pentecostals they started well, dressing well. The sisters would put on long dresses. They used not to put on trousers. They used not to paint themselves. Now you know when you behave like that. The other people, they fear, then the journey is so long for them to cross to come to you. Now to win them, you have to look like them. Now that's what happened yeah, so. to the Roman Catholic, the first church. And it crossbred, it crossbred Christianity and paganism. Then, Kati, the two believers they pulled out. So when they pulled out, they started their church. Then there was Eastern and Western Rome. And then this one had so many branches and this one had so many branches. So now, when Constantine, Constantine, for political reasons, he becomes a Christian. He wants to unite his kingdom because unity is power. So he calls the two factions for a meeting at Nicaea. Which is up to date that is commonly known as the sin the sin council. And the I don't I've forgotten the number of bishops from one side and the other, but there were hundred something bishops and a hundred bishops. So they came together. Then they tried to discuss their differences. One of them, the differences was about Godhead. Trinity and Unitarian. And then so many other things. They tried to talk. But they didn't agree. So when they did not agree, these ones pulled back. But already this one, Constantine was part of the first 
Constantine ye yali munne wa ekanisene ya soka yali ekiriranyiza so they declared katine balangira that we are the first ntifetu wa soka and when you hear them say we are the first erabo bawulira ngabagama fetu wa soka church fekanise ya soka the the truth of it is amazimagarinti they are the first church in rome be bo be kanise ya soka e roma but not the first jesus church of jesus christ on earth na yes bo sibe kanise ya yesu ya soka kunsi they are the first church of rome not the first church of jesus christ on earth be kanisa ya soka e roma so se kanisa ya yesu ya soka kunsi and then is the, that Nisia council sat 325 AD. So they said we are the origin. And because they had the hand, the influence of the government behind them. The empire, so they declared that they have now a right and authority. To bring whoever to 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 to, to, to declare whoever has separated with them as a heretic. And they used they miss they they twisted words of the Bible like this. They said like Peter when he errored. Jesus rebuked him. Yes, we Get behind me, Satan. And after that, he comes to Peter. Do you love me more than others? Keep my flock. Therefore, the church will use an iron hand to rebuke. Those who have deferred with it. Its children. Who have erred from it. With an iron hand. Bring them back. And when they bring them back. Then they teach them. To rehabilitate them. So they declared persecution. On those who separated with them. They burnt them. They killed them. You see now this second phase of persecution. You must you should understand these things. This is second phase of persecution. The church first was persecuted. By pagan Rome. Roman now the true church is being persecuted by the false church. But because now it is united with government. It is recognized by government. It is government. 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 Now the others who cannot succumb, who cannot bow to their falsehood, persecute and kill. 
The second age they did the same. Third age they did the same. In the fourth age, they completely finished. Cleared. They had cleared all other Christian believers who are not there. Church, Roman Catholic Church. So they remained alone for 1,000 years. That is, according to the Bible, you may not see directly in the Bible, but as is the dark ages thousand years we shall sit as we continue thousand years of dark ages then come the reformers John Wycliffe Jonah William Tyndale, William Tyndale, Jonah Haas, Jonah Haas, they were burnt alive for trying to translate scriptures to the people so the people can read the scriptures in their own language. Trying to teach people to pray direct to God, not through someone. So sikuita muntuomwe ya feda. So sikuita mufaza to repent direct. Okwene nyabu terevwe ni katonda. To commune with their creator direct. Okwogera buterevu no mutonzi wabwe. That caused them trouble. Echo chabaretira emitawana. Because now the church, the, the truth was bound. Kubangati amazimagari gasvidwa. In Babylon. E Babyloni. But now Martin Luther succeeded. Kati Martin Luther na afu nobuanguzi. You know how he succeeded. We have shared about these things many times. Because through the system, we remember he tried to seek peace with God. But he could not get peace to his soul. At one time he said, I hate God. He went to repent to a fellow priest. Say, Father, I have an unpardonable sin. He said, why pardonable? He said, because I, I hate God. I can't love him. He's ever watching me and condemning me for everything I do, everything I think. Troubled. However much he tried to console him, he could not accept to be consoled. He lived troubled. One time he was sent to Rome. He was a very brilliant uh, priest. 
And uh, but then they knew he had that problem. He's seeking peace that he cannot find. He did all the sacraments and all the things. But no peace. Penance, no peace. Things, no peace. So they took him, they gave him an offer to go to Rome to spend their month. They told him, you know, when you reach Rome. It's like a journey into heaven. You'll have a, 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 a you have a, you have a, you'll you'll have a uh, you have a chance. Oinomukisa to pray Okusaba before the remains of Saint Peter. Petero. And then five hundred billion years will be reduced for you. From purgatory. And then from the remains of St. Sons, so many billions of years will be. So the story says. When Martin Luther was entering St. Peter's Basilica, he crawled on his knees. Oh, thou holy place, Rome. He, cl he climbed on the knees. But after one month, when he crossed the same steps, he says, Everything can take can be done in Rome. And everything can be acceptable and found in Rome. Except righteousness. He has seen homosexualism, drunkenness, witchcraft, murder, theft, everything, and no righteousness. But still he was a priest trying to be faithful and true to his church. He was a leader of a church in St. what? Gartenberg? The name is like Gartenberg. St. Gartenberg. In German. Germany. So one time, there is one story apart, one of the stories about him trying to find peace. was a time when he whipped himself. Making, going through a penance. There's, there's what they call penance to punish yourself. He hit himself. They found him fallen and lifeless. Seeking for peace. He didn't find peace. He thought when you scourge himself, you'll find peace. That's why they walk on foot from Tanzania. They, came, they, come from they come from Kabare and they come to Namugongo punishing themselves for God to have mass upon them. That is paganism. 
Omuto kwebo nezane we trugu nyamu katonda kukwaturwe chisa Boka heathenism For someone to scourge yourself so that God looks upon you and have, has mass on you That's heathenism Because Jesus has already carried our punishment. He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon us. And by his trials, we were healed. Salvation is a free game. If I would give you a gift and I say I've given you this watch, but first kneel down from there, come on the thorns and stones. Is that a gift? Is it a gift? That's not a gift. There is nothing you can do punishing yourself and scourging yourself so that God gives you peace. Jesus did that for your sake. For you, you just need to believe and take what he did for you. So he didn't find peace. Even now in the Indians among the Hindus who don't know God you find them piercing their bodies others pierce them themselves with the metals they pierce metals through their nose so that, so that their gods have, have, have mass upon them. There are those who pierce nails through the beds and nails come through and they sleep upon the nails and they spend the whole day Upon their backs, another day they change, they sleep on their chest, another day they sleep on their sides. That when the gods will see them punishing themselves, that they will have mass on them and they will bring peace in their souls. Catholicism as, is as his then as those people. Penance and things. Penance. But Martin Luther, one time as he turned the Bible, he discovered a scripture that said, The just shall live by faith. Salvation is a gift of God. That lit the fire. And when he stood on that, he realized, hey, there is nothing you can do that can earn you salvation. It's already paid. Salvation is of the Lord. You only believe. There is nothing you can do to receive a gift but just receive. So he started on that. His main message was that just shall live by faith. 95 points. 
Why? Ruachi. Catholic Church is wrong. Broke out. That was a new church age born. But that was very outstanding of all other ages. Because the seed that had fallen in the ground in the fourth age it was now sprouting after 1000 years even in our salvation it begins with the work of Martin Luther when you as individual realize that you you are justified by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Not by belonging to religion. Not by sacraments this and that. Not by some forms of this and that. But by faith. In the finished work of God, in what Jesus did for you, that's what begins eternal life in you. That's what begins the new birth. So the church was beginning to be born. The church that was killed and finished it was born again perfect but it had not yet become perfect it was only a part of it that came back that is called the just shall live by faith in the next generation around uh, 1980s uh, John Wesley uh, John Wesley's age followed sanctification. The people of Martin Luther they got apart. The just shall live by faith. We are justified by faith. But they didn't know that it's not enough. They needed to be sanctified. Amen. John Wesley, John Wesley is the one who came with the message of sanctification. And he told them, people, though you believed, you believed in Jesus Christ, you are justified, but you have to be sanctified. You have to forsake smoking. You have to forsake drinking. You have to forsake adultery. Amen. So they left there. Then there came another age of the Pentecostals. 1906. To be filled with the Holy Ghost. To speak in tongues. The power of God. And the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That one was not also the final work. But they thought they, were, they had it all. Somebody bring for me blackboard here. For about 30 more minutes. We, 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 we built something more. Are you with me? 
Blessed be the name of the Lord. So that's how the church has has come. Amina. There is the original. Look at these phases. There is the original. Pentecost. Pentecost. Book of Acts. Amen. Then this one. It comes here. Then a false vine. This false vine kills the original church here. This one is killed 1,000 years. Now this one it has to be restored back to what it was in the beginning. Then this one, when it comes to around here, it gets so many branches. And then it goes into perdition. In Catholic Church, there it produces Nezala Lutheran, Lutherans, Baptist, Baptist, Methodist, the Methodists, Nezala, Nezala, Nezala. produces many more others. Wano. There, they unite. They unite. Multicals of churches. Then, there was a great tribulation. So they are uh, destroyed, uh, they are united in the great tribulation, the other one goes to the rapture. Understood. Now, this church, that's where the Lord told it. I have I have something against you because you left your first love. Now, somewhere around there at first the other one the false vine was not there. We were up there. Uh, this true vine was already a twin with the other false vine. But up there, it was pure. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ. But later, they started walking together. This one also calls itself church. Church. Now it was no longer one church. Yali church sections It was church, but there were two sections: the true and the false. Now Kati. let us come back to our subject. To komewo eri but he says agamba. 
The original fire has died down. They are not the same anymore. The fervent desire to please God. Now here we see God telling the church that you left your first love. The fervent desire to please God. The person to know his word. The cry for reaching out in the spirit. All begins to fade. And instead of that church being on fire with the fire of God. It has cooled off. And become a bit formal. That is what was happening back there to the Ephesians. They were getting a bit formal. Amen? Now, what God complained and said, Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee. Because thou hast left thy first love. You see? What they had left is this. The fervent desire to please God. Amen? The fervent desire to please God. God. Now, I believe in shouting. I believe in speaking tongues. I believe in miracles. I believe in gifts of the Holy Spirit. But those things must come on the church that is in a particular condition. Amen? Let me show you an example of a quote. There is a question in COD and Brother Branham was asked. It says like this. Brother Branham, I want to know the place where I can tie down and say, This man has the Holy Ghost because he did this. Oh, this woman has the Holy Ghost because she did this. You understand? How many are with me? Good morning, madam. Over the weekend. It's morning. Mokama favors you. I want to hear these words. I'm almost finishing. I'm not taking long. I know you're tired. But listen. Maybe on Sunday I'll start here. To the old members I've ever told this, but I want to repeat it to the new people so that we move together. When we say the church is on fire, it's not because it shouts so much. Not because people fall down. Not because people speak in tongues. 
No. Neda. Even the devil speaks in tongues. Even the devil interprets tongues. These miracles that you see, they can happen even on people who are not converted. These gifts of discernment, they can even be on a sinner. Actually, Actually, some of them are sinners. Are you with me? If you hear later that someone who was used with, uh, with the gift of discernment and later on you hear that he's a drunkard, never be surprised. Don't be like children. Hear this. Uh, manifestations never exalt manifestations na gifts and gifts giver more than the giver the person okusinga omuntu you can have a gift discernment discernment and people come before you and you see things in their lives yet you are a sinner are you with me? You are a thief. And you are an adulterer. But the gift works in you. Do you understand that? Brother Bram says, God can give you a gift and he takes you to hell with that gift. Brother Branham again to Mishawaka. Brother Branham went to Mishawaka. And he found two men. One would speak in tongues. One would interpret the tongue. The next service, the other one would speak in tongues. This one interprets. The other one speaks. This one interprets. And he said, These must be angels. But because he had a gift from his childhood. He would speak to you for some time and he catches your spirit and he sees a vision about you and he said let me test them and see what kind of people are these and he spoke to one of them brother how are you yeah, this thing that you have here is something so special when he spoke to him he broke into a vision and that man was a pure Christian. A pure Christian. He didn't stop there. He went to the second one to speak to him. When he spoke to him, he cast his spirit and he got a vision. What did he see? The man was a drunkard. The man was a railer. He was a fighter. He had a prostitute. He had a concubine besides his wife. He was a black man. He had a black uh, wife. And he had a white prostitute or concubine. But Brother Branham says the spirit that was working on him is the same spirit that was operating on that one, the other one. 
The spirit of God. And he said it is the same spirit that saved him, William Branham. Not a demon. Spirit. But the same spirit was working on the Christian. And the same spirit was working upon a hypocrite. Isn't that amazing? Manifestations. Now manifestations. Gifts. And gifts. Speaking in tongues. Interpreting. Seeing visions. Discernment. Knowledge. Wisdom. We need those things. But it's not a sign that you're born again. It's not a sign that you have the Holy Ghost. Yes, we need them. Are you with me? Are you with me? Brother Brown again And Brother went to pray. God, what's this? These people that I'm among. Are they angels? Or they are demons? Others appear like angels. But when I look at them, I see demons. What's the problem? And he went to seek God. He had his cave where he used to go and pray. As he was praying, the wind came and blew his Bible pages. Opened the Bible. And he read the scripture. Hebrews 6. The rain that, that falls on the wheat and again on the tears. And the tears end up to be burnt. I've not understood that. And he went hide and prayed. The wind came and blew the Bible. Bible. Opened. Matthew 24. They will come false Christ. Anointed, the false anointed Christ will see them. I have not understood. And he prayed again. When he opened his eyes. The wind came and blew. Open the Bible. The sower went and saw his seed. The enemy came and sowed uh, in the night time. The tears in there. Then the servants wanted to, to pull them out. And they came to their master. Our master didn't you sow only good seed. Why do, why do we see tears in there? The enemy did that. Should we go and plug them out? No. When you plug them out. You will take even my, my wheat. Let them grow together. Up to the harvest time. So then he started to see. Another scripture. The rain falls and they just another just. And he went on and prayed. As he was praying, he broke into a vision. In that vision, he saw a man. The man was putting on white. And he went through the whole world. Sowing seed. Sowing wheat. Sowing. Then after he saw, 
Tabuli wako zubuli. Tula kuntebo wa yimilia. After sowing, he saw another man that was following him in black. It was sowing in the same garden. Sowing tears. The wheat grew. The wheat grew. The tears also grew that were sown by the other man in black. There came a time. And the sunshine was so hot. The tears bowed their heads. Scorched by the sunshine. The wheat also bowed their heads. Because they were scorched. Then. Kati. He saw that both the tears and the wheat praying. Praying for the rain. Oh, send the rain. Oh, God. Send the rain. Send the rain. The wheat was saying, send the rain. Then the tears. Then uh, the clouds came in the vision. The rain fell. When the rain fell, the wheat raised their heads. Glory to God. And Hallelujah. Then we have to do the minimum. He got a revelation. The children of God and the children of the devil. Both of them. Anointing can come on them. The anointing of the Holy Ghost. And they speak in tongues. And they interpret tongues. And they see visions. And they do miracles. But you'll know them by their fruits. Balaam was used. And he was receiving from God. But he was a bad seed. He was a bad seed. Amina. Now what am I saying? To speak in tongues is good. To prophecy is good. To interpret tongues is important. Hello? All those things are important. But we shouldn't exalt those above anything else. Or above all things. To be born again is greater than all that. To be born again and your life changes is more important and greater than falling. It's more greater than crying. It's greater than speaking in tongues. It's greater than seeing visions. You can get a gift. Yet you don't have the giver. But if you receive the giver, and you get his gifts. That's what works. Hallelujah. Never fear. And you see people used by gifts. But then later you hear that they were real devils. Children of the 
devil. But they see visions. And they tell you things in your life. And they pray and miracles happen. You don't put that about the word. There is a man. Are you with me? How many heard us speaking about Totopus? Didn't we tell you a man in Kenya that is used greatly these days? How many heard him? In Kenya. In the Pokot. That brother, as I speak now, almost the Kenyan churches are now divided because of him. That man, he, he would greatly see things in people's lives, and many miracles happened. I have to tell you these things. I cannot keep quiet when these things are going on. They came to discover about him later. He started asking money from people to be prayed for. He used to sell his prayers. The Pentecost away. And not just little money. To come to be prayed for. He had his managers. You first pay at the doorway before you enter. They told me others would even pay 300,000 shillings. Besides that. Even would sell anointing. You want anointing? He would sell anointing. A lot of money. Brethren have tried to correct him. At first he shows that what he's doing is wrong. But he has refused. He's still sticking on it. Because he wants money out of it. Almost dividing It has almost divided the churches. You cannot use the gift of God to make money out of it. But what things working in his life? Yes. Yeah. Gifts and, and callings are without. They are without what? It means even an unconverted person can be used with gifts. Do we need a gift that is in the life of an unconverted person? Wanji? 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 No, yes, A gift. Gifts and callings are without repair. A gift that is in a life that is not yet converted. Do we need that gift to minister huh? to us? No. We, we don't need it. We don't need it. But we need gifts. Yes, to be a tag. A chaba chimumans to chetaga. 
Do we need the gift that is in an adulterer? Do we need a gift that is in a thief? Can the Holy Ghost use them? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but in the bride of Christ, we will have gifts. And those gifts in the people who are born again. And where the gift and character they blend together. Now hear this. Have you heard the question that we read here? What was it saying? These words that we are teaching are important. I want everyone to listen. We are a church that believes in the power of God, that believes in the gifts of the Holy Ghost. And we want those gifts to operate in our midst. And those people who have the gifts, we invite them to come and minister to us. But there is a time you need to have there is a time where you don't need to have gifts than to have gifts that are faulty. Baby are faulty. If those gifts are faulty, you'd rather stay without gifts but waiting upon God to bring them. Those gifts are a very big problem if they are faulty. And if the church is not taught, baby, and you're like babies. Man. Those things have just blended in. But I don't know. Maybe I should take time. To baby. If your babies, the knife is important, not so. But if you take a knife and hand it over to a baby, what happens? Huh? It will cut itself. So baby So a baby is not supposed to be given an important thing like that. It will bring damage to it. A razor blade is important. It's a gift. If you have a nail, you can cut it. If you have a razor blade, you can cut it. But if you hand it over to a baby, that razor blade will kill it. Let me tell you how babies behave. If God would uh, lift a gift here, like for this brother who was here, people can withdraw their attention from the pastor and they put it on the gift. Things or issues in their lives, whether in their lives or in their work, work, in their work, they would go to the gift. They would go to the gift. Some people 
So it would be like they've got a fortune teller. Those things once happened in the revival. Sisters, brothers, in Kenya. There was brothers and sisters who had gifts. People elevated gifts more than their pastors. At the end of it all, those gifts also uh, were taken out with pride. And God left them. The men and the women who had those gifts dried out. And they even fell and backslid in the world. Now they are adulterers and drunkards. Those gifts were given to babies. Amen. Oh my God. Now, brother. Sister, gifts have their places. But they cannot take the place of the preacher. If you have problems in your home, come to your pastor. Tell him the things that you're going through. He will counsel you. Counseling from the word of God. And he will pray for you. And you'll get right. You don't need a gifted person. If any gift starts to draw attention from the church. More than the pastor. Who takes the word of God and teaches the people who is mature to direct the people by the word of God, then that church has been given gifts when it is immature. Because those gifts just help help the preacher of the gospel, but they are minor to the preacher. They just help. Brother Bram Agamba. Brother Bram says, God fortified his church with a fivefold ministry. What is the fortress of the church? Five fold. Now listen. Now in this question, Brother Bram Lagamba and Bram said, "There is not a way in the world for you to know." That's right. There is not a way in the world for you to know. God is the judge. We are not the judge. Just preach the gospel. Judge of what? Of whether you have the Holy Ghost or not. And he went on explaining and explaining. And he said, If you say crying, these things are attributes. Shouting, speaking tongues, running, attributes. The first thing is accept the person Jesus Christ. 
There is no evidence that we could say because a man cries. I've seen man cry and cry. And cry crocodile tears. And he's still just a big sinner. I've had them down on the altar. Crying crying and crying. Sobbing away like that. And a goat all the time. Shouting. Well, why? And they run across the floor. And jump up and down and shout. Now you say, Brother Branham. You don't believe in crying. Don't take me wrong. Don't sure I believe in crying. But I'm saying that's not the evidence. Because they both cry. Meaning, oh, both goat and sheep cry. I've seen them shout just as hard as they could shout. And just carrying on like that. There is a long ways. You know what I'm talking about. I've seen them speak. With tongue, go out and live any kind of a life. Just do anything. That was no sign. Stand and speaking tongues here. Another one stands to interpret. God came down. God, God came down. God came down. The God that was in our church, He has never been there. Do you know that is minor than the word that you're hearing? Though we also need that. But do you know it is minor to the preaching of the word? Do you know the devil can impassionate that? But the devil cannot preach righteousness and you receive the Holy Ghost and you're born again and he gives you something that changes your life and it takes you to heaven. That one comes from the word. But the other one, the devil can impersonate it. No. But you say, well, you are against it. No. I believe you speak in tongues. It's God's gift in the church. If I would take it out, I would take a part of God out. If I take tongues, my my tongue out of my body here. I don't have a complete body. The God of Jesus Christ has tongue. The God of Jesus Christ here has tongue. And you take it out. Now hear 
Having desire to please God, the person to know his word, the cry for reaching out to the spirit. Down, 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 when he came down, he said, Now I will give you my estimation. Now listen so keenly here. Are you with me? Listen so keenly. I will give you my estimation of what I think that the closest thing to an evidence that a man is a Christian than anything I know of. You know what it is? It's travail of soul. A person that is always so hungering and hungering and thirsting for God. They just simply day and night they just can't stand it. They got to do something for God. They are full of love. And they just so travel. Just travel all the time. The Bible says. He that goeth for sowing. Will doubtless return again. Rejoicing. Bringing with him. Precious sheaves. Are we together? Now look. If this church, if I would say this morning, this little group of people, God say, now look, William Branham, William Branham, I'm going to make you answer for that group of people. What you tell them? No. Do you want them all to shout? Sure. I want them to shout. Do you want them all to speak with the tongues? I want every one of them to. Are you with me? Do you want them all to dance in the spirit? I want every one of them to. Alright. That's very good. But what would you rather have them to do? Uh-huh. Meaning, what is greater than all that? What is greater than all that that you'd want them to receive? That is greater than speaking in tongues. That is greater than dancing in spirit. I would rather have a church that had such a burden on their heart for prayer that they just stayed at this altar and would be here day and night. And everything else and in their house was constantly in prayer and humble 
and trying to get people come to God and making calls of the hospital and visiting the sick and everything to get people come to church and do right I'd rather have that than all the other put together Although the other is right, it belongs to the church. But if I had to have it, I would put that first. Oh my God. Because if you've got that, the other will take place. If you got that, if you just get so angry for God, Shouting will take place. If you get so angry for God, speaking tongues will take place. If you get so angry for God, we shall add upon that on Sunday. We will not live there so quickly. Because if there is any teaching that I know that is great, that's where, that, it's where we've reached. Amen. It's where we've reached. It's a very great teaching. Praise our God. There it shows maturity. Where we've reached shows maturity. Hallelujah. Have any desire to please God. A person to know his word. The cry for reaching out in the spirit. That is the word now. Living by the word. Doing the word. Examining yourself by the word. Healing by the word. Deliverance by the word. Let me ask you. Brother Branham had the gift of discernment. It is higher than what any man can get. That is higher than uh, But do you know he, told, he said it's minor than the word? And he said that gift does not heal. What heals is to have faith in the word. So if you would receive faith in the word, you don't even to be laid hands on. These things of lay your hands on me. You'll drop your clutches from where you are and you'll walk. Your eyes will open and you'll see. If you just have faith, even laying hands on you is there just to encourage your faith because it's small. But if you do have faith in the word, you do heal from where you are. There is nothing that is powerful than the word of God. Hallelujah! There is nothing that equals the word of God in power. When the word says, this is, is there a sick person in you? Let him call the elders. Anoint him with oil. And they will pray for him. And the prayer of faith will heal the sick. Now there is nothing that is greater than that in authority. Now if you despise that, 
And you say the other one, for the other one who first sees something in you and say, You are bound. That that's what will work. Then you are baby. I see you have the demon of cancer. Yes. So if you have cancer, you have a demon. Now, what do you need? Faith. You need faith in the word of God to be healed. Do you remember what I told you on Wednesday? I told you such gifts, we need them. But it's bad to over-exaggerate their importance. If you cannot by believing the word of God, the word of God says, by his stripes, I'm healed. If you cannot get healed by that, then you're just an unbeliever. If you cannot pray, and pray out of your condition and break the fetters and you get you get you enter into spiritual warfare and break and overcome your condition through prayer by holding the devil and his sword and the cut all powers around you and deliverance but you want and you want someone where is he? And you run there. There is someone who, who came in the west. Tell me something. That's what is in the Pentecostals. Prophets and prophets. There's a prophet who came. There's a prophet who came. Prophet. You ought to be above that level. Let's stand. I'm still teaching from that place. Because as I've told you, we are entering into a time of manifestations. Gifts of the Holy Spirit. Signs and wonders. The manifestation of the presence of God. But we must be mature. Yes, And Jesus said, Blessed are those who believe without seeing. Now, do you believe because you saw? Let me ask you. Someone who sees first and sees a vision, hey, the angels are here. Now I believe in Jesus. And the one who listens to the word, convicting. and the word convicts him, and he believes. Who is more of a believer? Huh? The one who has heard the word. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, you are our teacher. You are our guide. You are our leader. 
Help us, Lord. Lead us and guide us. Fill us with your goodness. Fill us with your power. We need you, Lord. Help us, Father. We are yours and you are ours. So help us, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.